Did you hear what he said? You didn't hear what he said? You wanted to repeat it again? The, f- the fan? It's a book of commandments, and so we are supposed to delight to enter into those commandments as opposed to finding ways to maneuver around it. And so some examples were shared about how we can intelligently dodge the commandments that we are supposed to obey. So what, what I took out is that the word of God is a commandment, or the word of God is a series of commandments, and it's our expectation, or it's expected of us to delight in them or find delight in them as opposed to finding ways to go around them. Yes. Thank you so much. Two more people. All right, thank you. Give her. Praise the Lord. I think what I was able to pick was you talked about that nothing is ordinary. We should not expect see things the way they are because mm. it's physical to us. Then you talked about that Monday, Tuesday, the days of the week was not actually crafted. We should just not see that somebody saw into something and were named by things. So, so how do we now define what we see? We should look into the spirits and by the word. We're able to find our way and path through anywhere or any circumstances we find ourselves. Then secondly, you talked about the year, you, I think, ends with 84. Uh, and you say it's a year of the mouth. So if it's the year of the mouth, then we 
she'll be speaking like she had always been saying that we should. So the mouth is for speaking. And what are we going to, what are we going to, meant to speak? And we read that last week in Proverbs 8 when it talks about that we are going to speak things that are excellent. So that means that daily we should prophesy or declare things that are excellent. Thank you. Okay, I, we came late, so, but the part that we met was um, when Papa was talking about the book of Nehemiah and um, Nehemiah's heart position, um, his heart's disposition towards um, uh, what was happening in Jerusalem and how the war was in ruins and he... So... Um, so the long and short of it for me was that um, we need to have the right heart posture when it comes to um, the things of God and that we should all realize that this is our Father's house and that every joint supplies. And um, so we shouldn't be bystanders and uh, just onlookers, spectators, but that we should look for where we fit in and be a part of what God is doing. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Who else? No, not the pastor. Um. Okay. So, okay. Um, two things really struck me. Um, this is the first of all, and what you said about Nehemiah. Yes, I had to go back to read the book of Nehemiah. Yes, and I saw how he was so mindful of the state of um, the state of Israel, like so mindful of the kingdom of God that he he actually risked his life, right? Like he had a high estate in the king's palace, and because like the um, kings and um, cup bearers are very powerful people in those days, and he risked. He risked his standing and everything. Like, if if he had to trust God to be able to approach the king to bring up that issue, and like it was a big risk for him because he could lose his estate, he could even lose his life. Lose his life. Yeah, and then he did that for the kingdom, and it just shows what was prominent in his heart, right? Like because when you are in a high position. In, in, your, in the society, you are, you are more mindful. The natural thing for humans is to be more, more mindful of your estate in the eyes of other people. But he was mindful of the kingdom of God and the state of Israel at that time. Right? And then the second thing I also um, picked was when he spoke about the word. Yes, about the word being a person. I don't... Yeah. And how we should esteem the word. Um, 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 Hebrews 4.12, that the word is actually a life and quick and powerful. So the word is actually a person, right? And that we should not approach the word like it is just a book. We should approach the word like he is actually a person. And the word is 
quick and powerful. That means the word can think. So like, like I was just thinking, like the word can think, the word can speak, the word can withhold speech. So like it begin like it began to make sense to me because like it shows why sometimes you can approach the word and with the state of your heart, that's what the word will give you because the word is alive. Like like it's so amazing. Yeah. So I picked that last week. All right, Pastor David. Okay, honey, we're going to say something. Okay, I want to talk about wisdom. You spoke from um, Proverbs 8. Yeah, just to highlight that, um, you know, wisdom is critical for us, and Christ is wisdom. Wisdom, Christ has been made unto us wisdom, the wisdom of God. Praise the Lord. Okay, okay. One of the things that was said uh, last Saturday, uh, adding to the aspect of Nehemiah and the building of the kingdom, like you said, that we should pay attention to what God is doing and that we should not be an observer. So we should bring whatever it is that we have as capacity. Praise the Lord. So I meditatively. I, I thought of the wise men when they heard that Jesus was born and that they came with uh, gold, male, and frankincense for the upbringing and the raising of the child. So I, as I thought of those stones, I discovered that the nation Israel is a conglomeration of stones, 12 stones that built a nation called Israel. And that each and every one of us have a deposit of these things in us. That collectively, when we supply, like a scripture, she read the joint, uh, that we all supply our joint. That the essence of we coming together is to build the kingdom of God, uh, like you said. And each and every one of us has a deposit of God in us for the building of his house. Thank you, sir. Okay, is there any other? You wanted to say something? All right. Said everything, just one thing. So, um, last week I also spoke about um, what is happening in this season and how, as individuals, that um, we can, this season, we, we should not allow discouragement to set in because of the new phase that we are in as a ministry and also what God is doing that we should we should bear the suffering yeah like we should bear the suffering so yeah I think if you can explain that better because we spoke about it okay, okay so last week you talked about um how Jesus would go about, and some people will say, he would turn and say, what do you want from me? They will say, I want to see. Okay, take sight. Another person will turn and say, what do you want from me? I want to be healed. Okay, take. So God is a giver, but it is for us to have the wisdom to know what to ask. Because some people sought him for the words of eternal life. So Mama also emphasized that, that be careful what you seek, because you can get anything. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, I think one of the greatest problems that we have in the body of the Messiah is identity. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Identity, not knowing who you are. Not having the ability to, to trace your genealogy. Did you hear that? Did you hear what I said? Not knowing who you are. Not even understanding your composition, what you are made of. Did you hear? Did you hear me? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, and that's one reason why you need to keep on looking into God's word. I hope you hear me. Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, um, see, this is my phone. When I bought it, I didn't buy it just like this. There was, it was in a packet. And it had a manual. The manual is the manual that was put in there by the manufacturer. It's called the manufacturer's manual. And the purpose of that manual is to help you understand this product. Did you hear me? Yes, Praise God. Now pay attention. Now, you were created. And the mystery of the creation of man is what we are yet to understand. Did you hear me? Did you hear? There are so many aspects of yourself that you don't even know about. Did you get that? So many aspects. The things we understand is only those things that we have been able to see in action or functionality based on situations that we, we have, that we faced. There are so many other pages of your life. Look at Psalm 139. Before we go to First Peter, let's look at Psalm 139. Father, we ask that you bless your word. Now, please, it's important because of the time and the seasons that we're in right now. Did you hear that? Ability to know who you are, understanding what your position is, and ability to know what you ought to be doing at specific times. Praise God. What did I say? Some what? I'll read quickly. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know me sitting down and rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my parts and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. Praise God. For there is no word on my tongue. There's not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where? How far can I journey? 
Where can I go? From your spirit. If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, or in, in uh, Sheol, behold, you are there. Hallelujah. If I take up the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say surely darkness shall fall upon me, even the night shall be light about me. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both the same to you. For you found me, you found my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are the works of your hands and that my soul knows well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Hallelujah. Your eyes saw my substance, behold, yet unformed. And in your book, in your book, they were all, or they are all written. The days fashioned for me when as, as yet there was none of them. Praise the Lord. You may continue reading. You may continue reading, okay? Now, if you take time to check this, this can be accounted to you, and this is also the Lord. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Yes. Praise God. Now, if it is the Lord, then it's also you. Hallelujah. Now, there's a whole lot you don't know about yourself. What did I say? That's right. Why? Because you are a new creation. Correct? You are a new creation. All things have passed away and all things are new. All things are of God. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So if you truly care for yourself, if you truly care for yourself, you should be on a journey to discover who you are. Do you understand that? You should. And it's only the manufacturer or the creator that can tell you who you are. Hallelujah. It's just like Moshe. That is Moses. When he was at, by the burning bush. Okay? What did the Lord ask him to do? He says, take your hands and put it inside your, by your bowel. Am I correct? Is that your bosom? Right? Young people, are you listening? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? What did I just say? Okay, which young person heard me? Okay. You said that the Lord told Moses to put his hand inside his pocket and bring it out. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He didn't know. His state. I'm sure he will have jumped back. Did you hear? Because when he put his hand in his bosom and brought it out, what did he see? Leprosy. Did you hear that? Now, this is a guy that had gone through the school of magic, had gone through university in, in Egypt. He was a general in the Egyptian army. He was the brightest and he was heir to the throne in Egypt. Do you get what I'm saying? If he was that learned, he would have had an understanding of his composition. But he didn't. He didn't understand the state. Did you hear that? He didn't understand the state that he was in. In fact, he was actually ready for the throne. If not for what his mother, Jacobed, had instilled in him. And this is why mothers must. Hallelujah. Mothers must make sure that you instill righteousness, boldness, in the children. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Mothers, your hands, please. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, can we talk a little bit about Moses, about Moshe? Huh? You know that he was a slave. He was carried as a baby into Pharaoh's palace. And Pharaoh's daughter adopted him, right? And got his birth mother to raise him up or wean him. Right? And when he was maybe a toddler, he was taken back to the uh, palace. During those times, and I don't believe that that woman was not interceding for him. I don't believe so. I believe that she was always on his case, interceding, so that that which he would go through in the palace of Egypt or the palace of the king would not soil that foundation because that was all that Israel had. Now, Moses is not an ordinary person. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Moses is connected to us also. Did you hear? He's connected because it's what he, 
downloaded, that's what is being unraveled even up till now. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So it had to take the Lord to show him that this is your state. You need deliverance. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. He asked him at one point, he said, what are you holding in your hands? He said, a staff or a scepter. He said, okay, throw it on the ground. Now, listen, a scepter is almost you. Did you hear that? What did I say? Yeah. In those days, a man's scepter identifies him. You remember our father, Judah? You remember Judah that slept with a prostitute? He, he thought that's Tamar. You remember him? And as a shorty that he's going to come back and pay his bill, he gave her his scepter. Now, that's something you just don't do anyhow. You get, because that scepter stands for you. I mean, if you remember the elders in Israel, every single person brought out their scepter. Is that so? And they put it inside the Holy of Holies, correct? And of all the scepters, it was only Aaron's scepter that bordered overnight. That pointed out and appointed him as the high priest. Did you hear that? Now, I know you will say, this is modern day, There's, we don't have scepters. Yes, you do. Huh? What did you say? You are. You are. You want me to show you? Can you show her? <laughs> who can who can who can explain what I just said about scepters? Huh? Beautiful. Go ahead. Please. You guys should pay attention to these teachings. Yeah. It's in the book of Hebrews, yes. I believe. Oh, the Psalm 45 is the original. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Because I just remember it from Hebrews. Sorry. I hope everyone is paying attention. Why am I having to... Is she okay? Yes, I'm fine. Is she okay? Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Psalm 45. My heart is overflowing with the good thing. Oh, okay, I wanted you to read um, the, uh, the Hebrews. Hebrews yes. yes, that's what I was looking for. Where it says, Thy throne is a. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Hebrews what? Okay. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8. 
You have to be fast, please, or sorry, help sorry. her. It's on the screen, please. Oh, okay. All right. But to the th son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So, um, the, um, the throne of God, um, of uh, our Lord Jesus, um, is forever and ever. And it is a scepter of righteousness, is a scepter of his kingdom. And if the kingdom is in us, then we have received that scepter of righteousness when we became born again. So as believers, we received the nature of righteousness, which was gifted to us. And that nature of righteousness is the scepter. So, and it is in our spirit, man. Thank you. You want to say something to add to that? Okay, praise the Lord. Um, the scepter of righteousness, uh, the scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. I, I, I believe what is um, trying to tell us here is that um, the authority that comes from righteousness is what drives the kingdom. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know um, where I'm coming from. Where you're coming from, yes. Okay. You, you said that, that, that Ada is her scepter. Right? So each person is your scepter. The image you have of yourself, or yeah, the image you have of yourself will determine how far you can go. I don't know if, if I'm making sense. So if you see yourself as a defeated believer, hmm. then you're going to be a defeated believer. Okay. Right? So if you, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Okay. So if you see yourself as a victorious believer, Okay. Even when adversity comes or when circumstances, when issues come mm. that bring a challenge, the way you approach them is with the mindset of an overcomer, mm. not the mindset of one that has been defeated or beaten down. Uh, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, so the scepter represents authority. When Esther walked into the king's presence, in those mm. days, when you walk into the king's presence, if this king has accepted you, he'll bring out his scepter, Right? Am I correct? Now, did you hear that? If the king accepts you. So there's a connection between the scepter and the heart of the king. Did you hear that? Go ahead. So it is used actually to demonstrate authority. Or express. Or express authority. Okay. And I believe that's... Um, Applying it to ourselves directly, what I just understand, what I see from there, is that the righteousness that we have received, uh, keying it into what um, Sister Foluke said, the righteousness we have received, the nature of righteousness we have received in our spirit man expresses itself through us. Okay, The knowledge of that righteousness is what should come out from us, or that's what defines us, who we are. So, I don't know. I'm still not sure I'm coming from where. You're doing okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I think I've understood where Papa is coming from. Because he was talking of we need to understand who we are. Okay. Yes, scepter is symbol of authority, but it's also in nature. It's a nature, it has to it's do an with identity. Your person, identity, your person, who you right. are. 
in Christ. That's so right. it has to do with your, that scepter and your mm. personality and your nature. They are mm. the same. Mm. It's not you are just holding the scepter. No. Mm. It is part of you. Mm. It is your nature. It is mm. an expression of you. Mm. That is it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you guys still lost? Huh? Should I continue? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me just read it again. Uh, let's start from verse 7. I hope it's verse 7. Can we do verse 7? Now, listen. This is uh, Apostle Paul, okay, trying to speak to the Hebrew church and trying to help them to understand the supremacy of our Lord Yeshua, okay? So he's telling, he says, and of the angel, he says, who makes his angel spirits and his ministers flames of fire. Now, it says, at no time did he uh, call an angel his son. Is that correct? He said, there was no time. He said, these angels are just ministering spirits that have been sent forth to show forth, okay, or bring and deliver to us our word. Inheritance or salvation. Praise the Lord. He said, But to the Son, but to the Son, he says, Your throne. I had mentioned scepter before, right? Now I'm talking about thrones also. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, like, I think, like, scepter is like, Maybe like its influence, its power, its authority, and its approval. Um, in the olden days, for positions in general, like scepters come in form of objects, like the crown of a king, the scepter of a king. Um, maybe a scarf, something like that. It shows authority. Okay. It like places an identity because that position has to be passed down. So like the king passes his crown down to his son. Mm. Son passes it to his son just goes like that. So like when in the Bible, when the king passed his scepter to Esther, give her approval. Mm. Also when you like say like, maybe you go to meet somebody in authority and be like, I came in, I came in the name of your supervisor. Mm. You also come with authority. Mm. So like, we're not talking about that kind of scepter here, we're talking about like ourselves. Okay. So like, because the scepter is an identity of something, That's us, we're also an identity of something. Mm. Just like how we come in the name of the Lord. The, names, wow. the name of the Lord is a scepter. Wow. But like, we, are, we also have our own identity. <laughs> okay. In the Bible, it says, um, for the sons of his giver, um, told them that, um, Paul, I know, Jesus, Jesus, I know, Paul, of, I know, who are you? Mm. Like, what is their, who are they, their identity, the scepter of them? Mm. So like, if Jesus is a scepter, Paul is a scepter, mm. then we're also meant to represent something, which okay. is our scepter. Wow. <laughs> praise the Lord hallelujah praise God are we together please hallelujah he said say you're true no God now who can tell me what he's saying here when he says you're true no God what does that mean
dominion, okay? Your reign, okay? Before you answer, please take time and sift through the spirit. Look at it. It says, your throne, oh God, is what? Forever. What does that mean? Okay, go ahead. First, from verse 7, he was speaking to the angels and he says, you are flames of fire. But to the sun, he's saying, you are my throne. Like you are like basically the object of my authority and your dominion. He's talking to the sun. You are a throne and you are forever. And righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. So he's calling the sun a throne. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know that every single one of us, every single one of us, have inside of us the seed of the Messiah? Do you agree? Do you agree? Do you agree to this fact that not only do you have the seed of Christ, you also have the person of the Spirit of God inside of you. And the Spirit of God, what he's doing is unraveling and unveiling the package of the Messiah inside of you. Did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Now, after they open up the nature of God, look at Psalm 1. Blessed is he that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scorn. But in the law of the Lord does he meditate day and night so that he can become what? Can you see that? So that he can become what? Like a tree. A tree of what? Tree of life. Become like the Messiah. Do you agree? Or do you, do you not agree? Huh? You agree? See, now, what is it that will make you like the tree? Is the word. Did you hear that? Is the word. It is him that you have to go to. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It is him that through the help of the spirit of God who would unveil the person or help you unravel the word that is inside of you, the nature of God inside of you, and cause you to become like that thing you have inside of you. Do you understand that? Did you hear that? Now, when you have been fully, when the, the, the Christ has fully matured inside of you, you become a throne. Listen, the father himself, when we talk about a throne now, we see him sitting on a throne. What would your mind tell you? you a chair, right? That your father is a throne. Thrones are, thrones are names. Is it in Colossians? Thrones, dominions, powers. These are beings, entities. I hope you hear me. 
And these are custodians of you or custodians of things. They are the ones who would help you to know who you are. Okay, um, are we in the dark? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, the, the, the reason why we are acting the way we act in the, Christ, in the body of Christ is because no one has shown us the pathway how we can be able to unravel who we are. Okay, look at this one, Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, brethren, by the what? The message of God. To what? To present your body as what? A living sacrifice. Holy and what? Acceptable. Okay, which is your reasonable service. Now, if it's your reasonable service, what it means is that you ought to be a servant who is serving. Did you hear what I'm saying? Because when you hear service, you think of church. Ministry. But that is not service. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Or it is service in a way. But the true service is to the Father. Did you hear what I'm saying? To the Father. That's why the book of Revelation was not written to just anyone. It was written to who? The servants of God. Those who serve. For you to be a servant, it means that you, are not, you have no identity of yourself. Did you hear what I'm saying? Or it means that you are one of those that have taken time to strip yourself of the old nature. Okay? Did you hear that? You are one of those that have been able to strip yourself of the old nature to a degree that is pleasant to the Father and he wants to come and help you erase completely any iota of doubt inside of you. Did you hear what I'm saying? Did you get that? A servant is one who does the will of the master. Right? Are we together, please? Praise the Lord. So when you are coming with your body and submitting it as a sacrifice, a living one, did you hear that? Have you ever tried to kill a fowl? Either during Christmas or any of these festivals or even on a Sunday and you slice out the neck there's still life inside the... There's a struggle. That life is still trying to... The fowl is still trying to keep that old life. But once you slice out the neck, the blood that has life in it begins to ooze out. So when there's no more blood, tangible amount of blood left in the body to sustain the body, and to keep the life of the body, it gives way. Did you hear that? Now you are like that fowl. They've already sliced out your head, the old man. And blood is oozing out. 
So you are still struggling to keep that old life. But by God's grace, I pray that the blood of that old life will completely ease out or expire from you to the extent that you will have nothing of that old life in you anymore. Do you get that? So it says that the purpose of you presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, what does this say? That you may prove that which is good, acceptable, and perfect will of the Father. And he now says, be not, be, uh, do not be conformed. Did you hear that, Sister Foluke? He said, do not be conformed to what? This world. Baby, you what? Transformed by what? The renewal of your mind. So what would help you to be transformed or to change from this to that is what? The renewal of your mind. What do you renew your mind with? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? So what would renew your mind? What would change your mind? So the issue we have right now is you don't know who you are. In your head, in your being, there's still that struggle. Come see, come see, here or there. Did you hear what I'm saying? But there's the need for you to be steadfast, for you to have an understanding that this is the way I'm supposed to go and this is where I'm going, whatever it is. Even if I, have a, if I make a mistake, if there's a problem, I'll make the corrections and continue on the same journey. I will not turn back. Did you hear what I'm saying? Are we together, please? Praise God. In essence, you are the tabernacle. What did I say? Okay. In you. Crucifixion was made. You accepted Yeshua as your Lord and Savior. You began to wash yourself. Correct? And then you received the person of the Holy Spirit. Don't forget you also have the seed of the Messiah or the seed of Christ inside of you. Did you hear that? Did you are you guys with me? Victor, are you there? Did you hear that? Chidima. Did you hear what I just said? What did I just say? Give her the microphone. we carry the seed of God in us. Okay. Do you have the seed of Christ inside of you? Yes. Is there any person here who doesn't have the seed of Christ inside of him or her? Is there any person here who has not accepted Yeshua as his or her Lord and Savior? Is there anyone here? Everywhere is quiet. Does that mean that you have 
Yeshua inside you? Yes. I'm asking. Yes. Or you are not sure? I'm, I'm sure. You are sure? Yes. What gives you that, the audacity? The Holy Spirit. Huh? The Holy Spirit. Is that what gives you the audacity? It gives me the assurance that I have it. I have the seed of God in me. That you have what? The seed of Christ in me. Don't be helping her. I know she's your daughter. Don't help her. Go ahead. I said the Holy Spirit uh-huh. gives me the assurance uh-huh. that I have the seed of Christ in okay. me. Okay. Give me the scripture where that is coming from. This thing you are saying now, where is it coming from? No. You just said it. That the Spirit of God is the one that gives you assurance, right? Yes. That's right. So there's some place where it came from. It's where is that? Book of Romans. Book of Romans, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I, I can't remember the particular chapter. Just, just paraphrase. But it says that the Holy Spirit is uh-huh. the seal. That's one. That's in Ephesians. Go ahead. Don't worry. Continue, please. Okay, who's going to help her? Who bears witness with your spirit? The spirit of God does what? Bears witness. With what? Our spirit. That what? That we are. That you are sons of God. Yes. And if you are sons? We are heirs. Now if you are heirs? Co-heirs with Christ. Uh-huh. What else? <laughs> Give her the microphone. Go ahead. You are joint heirs. With the son. Do you know what it is to be a joint heir with Christ? Yes. Huh? Partner. What else? Huh? Co-inheritor. Did you hear that? Co-what? So, are you telling me that the people I'm sitting, I'm watching, I'm looking at, that are seated in front of me are co-inheritors of the Messiah? I, I mean, just tell me. Is that what you guys are trying to tell me? You know, because this, the season we're in is a season of deception. I want to be sure I'm not being deceived. Okay? Are you telling me that you are co-heirs, joint heirs with Yeshua, the son of the living God? Is that what you're telling me? Huh? What to prove it? Give him the microphone. Um, just like she said, the Holy Spirit in us is a, a witness. Um, and, um, and from what you were talking about, about the throne being forever and the scepter of righteousness um, is a right scepter. Uh, it reminds me, as I was listening, it just dawned on me that uh, you spoke about the renewing of the mind and that the throne, and Jesus said, I think there's a scripture where Jesus was talking about that if he casts out demons and, and by, you know, if he does these things, then the kingdom of God has come to you. And I was, I was just thinking, so what in that sense is it? I just want you to explain to me or convince me that you are joint heirs with the Messiah. 
I understand all those aspects. Okay. Just tell me, what is it? Okay. Um, I, I, the Bible talks about the nature of God that is in us and is being, um, is being built in us. And, and if we suffer with him, we would also, we would also reign with him. And because of the nature of God that is in us, um, there are things that the Holy Spirit, there is a journey that the Holy Spirit takes us through where every day as we walk in obedience, we come into a, I come into a realization more and more of how much I am part of this kingdom. And out of that assurance, I think it continues to minister to me that I, the more my mind is renewed, that I, I belong of this um, bloodline. Okay. All right. I like the word bloodline. Okay, give her. Yeah. Okay. Um, as he said, talked about the renewing the mind with the word. Yes. What kept my mind um, is the illustration that, no, when in the Bible, the way it says that you present the wife, you wash the wife with the word okay. and present her before God. Whole. Okay. So when we renew our mind with the word of God, so it's like the word of God washes us and makes us pure. Mm -hmm. And by the time we are joined with the bridegroom, we mm. become one. All right. Thank you. Give to her. She wants to. So um, the Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So that will mean or that will suggest that we are because we are joined to Christ, we are one spirit with him. And as co-inheritors, we are, um, we are, like we are, I don't want to say equal with him, but, you know, we are joined to him in that sense. And if, um, if, we, if I have followed some of the teachings long enough or some of the understandings that um, one is coming to know or to, enough is the fact that our journey is to the Father. Our journey is um, becoming more conscious of our oneness with him. So right from when we are saved. See, what I'm asking is proving that, that you are, are co-heirs with him. So if we are like <laughs> as he is in this world okay. as he is so are we in this world and we are one with him so that makes us go ahead and if he's the first fruits thank you go ahead that's what I was trying to say now okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you do not allow so the English you know so okay so by the time he has saved us and um, if I'm going to use your terminologies mm. and we have gone through the feast of Passover and then unleavened bread has come out of us and then we are presented as first fruits <laughs> with the rest of us. We are presented as first fruits and all of us now join and follow and are presented to the Father and then we are now like all like part of the body. We are he's the head, we are the body and we are all of the same stock. I, I think that's something what, like that. Okay, that's that's good. Thank you. Right. I just wanted to, what came to my mind was something that he taught us in school when I was still training to be a lawyer. 
they taught us about joint ownership. Okay. That if you want to go into a joint ownership with somebody, you have to be very, you have to think very, about it very well. Mm. Because you can never buy that person out. So even if the person dies, that person's generation will continue to help you to own that property. Wow. So mm. when the Bible says that we are joint heirs with Christ, it mm. means we're in covenant. Beautiful. Like if you can't be bought out, you can't, nothing can erase. Beautiful. <laughs> nothing, can, nothing can erase your rights. Mm. Like the, the right is forever. Like almost like what she was trying to say, like almost as though we're equal in, as much right as Jesus has to the Father is as much right as I have to him because mm. we are joint heirs. And then um, she also talked about um, the journey being to the Father. What, what came to my mind, you know how Jesus was praying in John 17 and he was like, our oh, mm. Father, that um, restore me back to my glory. I want them to see the glory that I had from the beginning. Mm. So I, I, my understanding from what Mami Biola was saying was, the glory of um, Christ Jesus from mm. the beginning, mm. that same glory. And even from the learnings that we have from um, Lamb's wife, Kenneth Hagin, the powers of Christ, he's sharing it. Even the rights to the Father, mm. he's sharing. He said that there's nobody that's ever seen the Father, but me, I want to show you, mm. right? And then even in Revelation, where he says that if you overcome, you mm. will sit on his throne, oh. mm. even down to the throne the authority of the Father. Mm. Everything that he has, we have access, and not just as a licensee. So in law, you are either a, a tenant or a licensee. So a tenant has rights. Like, if they want to kick you out, they have to write you notice, really, really pamper you. But a licensee, it's time to go, seven days. Like, that's because you, you, didn't, you didn't pay anything to enter into that property. Mm. So a licensee, they can kick you out anytime. But as a tenant, you... It is a strong right. And it's not even as strong as the right of ownership. Mm. So he's saying that the rights that I'm giving to you in this kingdom is not just as a visitor. Mm. You are not a foreigner. You are not mm. a stranger. Mm. You are not even a tenant. It's mm. not with six months um, notice. Mm. This is ownership. Mm. Like it can't be parted with. Hallelujah. Did you guys get that? Yes. Do you understand that? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let's look at... Um, the book of uh, Peter, First Peter. I want to be sure that I have not skipped some things. Did I skip anything? Are we on track? Are we on track? <laughs> I know you're following me. <laughs> Now listen, major aspects that we are to understand is this, that we were born not of what? Blood, not of what? The will of man, not of what? Uh, not of flesh, but we are born of what? Of God. Did you hear that? Did you get that? Yes, we are born of what? God. Okay. Now, if we are born of God, it means that the DNA of God is inside of us. Did you hear what I'm saying? Yes, Look, which child is here now? Sam, where's your, where's your child? 
Don't bring your daughter. Praise the Lord. Hurry up, please. Is there another baby here? That, that one, that one is <laughs> that one is Hadassah. She has too much boldness. She can go before the king. And they will give her the scepter. Please hurry up, please. Please, Sam, come here, please. You see this little child? Now look at this child now. Okay? That's the father, right? Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. The seed that brought about this kid came from him, right? Both himself and his mom, right? Are we together, please? Yes. I don't even understand. This came from just ordinary blob, blood. This being came from blood. Do you understand that? Praise God. But as this child is here, she is the child of this man. But she's yet to know all about him. And the only way she can get the full gist is to stay under the obedience of himself and his wife. Okay? I hope you hear what I'm saying. So they will be leading and guiding her. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm sure she went out to have milk. Please tell me that it's incorruptible. Did you give her incorruptible milk or corruptible? Huh? You better be giving her incorruptible milk. <laughs> I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise God. Listen, now, the milk that comes from the breast is so pure. Did you hear? And inside the milk has... Uh, what? What are the things inside? Everything. 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 If I, uh, uh, all the proteins, everything is inside the milk. Okay? Praise God. Now, but while she's taking the milk, she's growing. But it's only the body that is growing. And maybe the, the brain. Right? But her, is it intellect? Her soul has to grow also. And that comes by interaction and by learnings. So it means that there are different aspects of growth of a child. Did you hear that? So you as a child of God, there are different aspects that is required of you for your growth spiritually. Did you hear that? A lot of them you don't know. She has an idea, this is my father. In fact, there are some kids that when they see me, they call me, ah, daddy. I say, I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> when I see them in the, in the mall, in fact, it was a boy I just saw recently. He just ran to me, ah, daddy. I looked at him. The one I, the one I had to warn. <laughs> you understand? 
there are some kids they just any person they just see that looks maybe they like they say ah it's daddy <laughs> praise God hallelujah now but after a while she will have gotten she will have captured this face inside her being that even if I come she will be like this because she doesn't know me I'm not her dad but when this guy shows up her face will just light up did you hear what I'm saying praise God now let's go back to that Peter it says therefore laying aside all malice all hypocrisy deceit envy and evil speakings verse 2 says as newborn babes desire the what Desire what? What is the purpose? So that what will happen? That's right. So it means that inside the word of God is growth. It means that when romance is telling you that you will renew your mind, okay, and by renewing your mind you are conformed, it means that you are growing into what God wants you to grow into. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope you hear what I'm saying. So, renew your mind should be priority in your life. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Renew your mind. Now, whether you like it or not, your mind is being renewed. Your mind is renewed by the environment that you submit your mind to. Did you hear that? If you submit your mind to this world, this world will conform you into another kind of being. But if you submit your mind to the word of God, the word of God will renew you or rebirth you into what God expects you to be. Did you hear that? Did you hear what I'm saying? So the word of God should be priority in your life. Go ahead, sir. You see, um, the passage you just brought back again, which is Romans chapter 12, that verse 1, where it talked of service as you present your bodies, the servants in the understanding of the Jews is not just ordinary servant, but a bond servant. Mm. A bond servant, one who had finished serving servitude as a slave and is released to become a free man and decided to go back and resubmit himself to his master. And thereby bonding with the master, saying, I will forever be your slave. Mm. Then at that point, there is something that happens. Mm. They will bore a hole on the ear, mm. and an earring is hung there. Mm. That anyone that sees him knows that he is a hearing servant. Mm. You could a, not a what? be hearing, a hearing servant. A hearing servant. So the concept used there is the issue of hearing and obeying. Mm. So transformation does not come because you know. That's right. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. 
It's not Go because ahead. you know. Mm. It's because there is the willingness to submit mm. as you have had. Mm. So until you hear mm. with the intention of obeying, mm. transformation does not come. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, please? Now, what I said before, listen, you guys have heard me talk about, you know, when I'm going out of my house, especially on Saturdays in the mornings, they're, they're always frying Ada Akara. <laughs> Once I pass that kitchen out, of course, I'm going to spend some time, okay, in that place. Now, when I'm done with, as I'm going, I've carried the aroma of that thing. Do you understand? So, where you submit yourself in, where you spend time in, do you understand? That environment, things soak into you, whether you are aware or you are not. That's why it is required for you to make choices where you submit yourself to. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Do you understand? So what do you renew your mind with? You renew your mind with what? The pure milk of God's word. Now that pure milk removes, helps you to remove lying. It helps you to remove malice. It helps you to remove deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and every evil speakings. Now, that evil speaking is very important because you are a speaking spirit. Did you hear that? You are what? A speaking spirit. So what you say, what did Yeshua say? You shall have what? Did you hear that? Now, it's not, you see, now, because we haven't aligned ourselves, we are not able to come to that consciousness of who we are. You know, you don't know who you are. Recently, I started discussing with my wife, and I told her, I said, we have to be very conscious and very careful what we say with this mouth, especially in this season. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Because if you are not careful, you look at the world to come, which we what? The world to come, which we what? The world to come, which we what? The people are not hearing me. Only a few people, only two or three people. The world to come. Listen, the world to come. The age to come is what we speak. You don't understand that. You have the ability and capacity to speak the world into existence. Did you hear that? You don't understand that. You, you don't get it. Inside of you is the materials and the component parts of the world to come. And it is you who will speak it into being. You don't hear that. You still don't hear that. Listen, it says as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the world so that you can grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the world is gracious. Praise God. Now look at verse 4 of that first Peter. It says, coming to him as living or lively stones. 
rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, let me repeat it again. In verse 4, coming to who? Okay, did I lose you guys or should we end? Verse 4 of 1 Peter 2. It says, coming to who? Him. Who is him? Christ. Coming to him, who is what? A what? A living stone. Do you understand? A living or a plumb line or a chief cornerstone. Did you hear? Are you getting that? It says you also. So you are coming to him who is a living stone. You also as what? Lively stones. So in front of me are who? Living or lively stones. What is going on with the stones? Please answer me. You are being built up into what? Can you read it? Coming to him as a living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, as, a, as living stones, are what? Being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices. Okay, they're not walking there. Acceptance to God through who? Therefore, it is also obtained. You may continue at Lane Zion and all that. Alright? Now, but look at verse 8. It says, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. It says, they, study being, they stumble being disobedient to the word to which they were also Appointed. This frightens me. I'm going to read it again. They what? Stumble. Being disobedient. To who? To the word. To which they also were what? Who can explain what that means? I want somebody from the congregation to explain what I just read now. Being disobedient to the word. They stumble. Being disobedient to the word. They stumble. You can only stumble if you are on a journey. And you can only be on a journey if the word is your path. And if the word or the word is a lamp, should I call Mama to come and continue? Because you guys don't seem to. Okay. So they stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. Um, Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Speak louder. Psalm 119 verse 105 says that, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. 
And so in order to not stumble, you have to be obedient to what is lighting the path. Mm. So the only way to stumble is if you are walking in darkness. Mm. That means that you are not obeying the light or you are not even walking or you are not even seeing the light. Wow. So, and it's also highlighting that this is what we have been appointed to. So our appointment is to obey the light towards a destination, which is glory. Praise God. Thank you so much. Now, listen. Listen. Anyone who says he's a child of God, you are yoked with Christ. Did you hear that? What did I say? Anyone. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavily laden. And I will do what? What's the next thing? Give her the microphone. Yes. What did he just say? Is it Matthew or is it Luke? Yeah. Matthew 11. Okay, go ahead. He said, come unto me. Come unto me. All you, that all you who labor, labor and, and are heavy laden. And I will do what? I will give you rest. Give you rest. Uh-huh. Go ahead. We should take upon take we should take up on his yoke and okay. learn of him. Okay, now let me ask you who can explain what a yoke is? Okay. Go ahead. Okay. What's a yoke? Okay, so a yoke is a is a joint that is used to join two ox two oxen together. Okay. So the in ancient times, what happens is that if you want to pull um, heavy things, or you want to pull load, okay. you put two oxen side by side, okay. and then you put what is called a yoke to join them together, so that okay. they can walk in, they can walk, they can keep in step, okay. uniform, they can walk together. Okay, I like the word, they can keep in step. Yes. Now, can you put two oxen one big and one small together. No, the big one would no. You can can't. you do that? No, you can't. So they must be of what? The same size and the stature. same size. So who are you yoked with? Christ. Come on. Who are you yoked with? Christ. Did you see that? Yes. You see that you are joint heirs with Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? So both of you are yoked together. So whatever it is that he's eating, you are eating. Whoever he is, that's who you are. Do you get what I'm saying? So the only difference is that he has already done his own laboring and he has overcome. And he's telling you in the book of, of uh, Revelations that he who overcomes, to him will I give, to do what? To sit on, my tro on the throne of my father, even as I overcame and sat. Did you hear what I'm saying? So he has overcome and he's sitting and he's helping you to overcome so that you can also sit. Did you hear what I'm saying? So the word of God is, you are appointed to the word of God. Did you hear what I'm saying? You cannot, you cannot, you can't, you can't remove yourself from God's word. Did you hear what I'm saying? You can't. You shouldn't. Now, if you do, they get rid of you. 
I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. You are what, sir? You are cut off. See, I'm not even playing here. Did you hear me? I am the true vine. And my father is what? The, the husband man. Any branch that is in me that does not do what? My father will do what? Now, any branch who bears fruit, what will my father do? Now, pruning, is it a pleasant thing? Pruning has to do with pain, cutting, slicing out, removing of dead parts. Did you hear what I'm saying? So that what will happen? So what the father is looking for is what? Not just fruit, more fruit, much fruit. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So if you are shying away from God's word, if you are shying away from your relationship with the father, with the son, I hope you hear what I'm saying. If you are not wise enough to beckon on the spirit of wisdom, revelation, might and counsel, fear of the Lord, to help you to unravel the nature of Christ that is in you already. If you are one of those who have decided to bury your talent inside the soil of your body, when the time comes, the master will take that which belongs to you and give to another in your presence. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you understand me? Do you understand today's teaching? Do you understand that you ought to discover who you are? Do you understand that you are required to know who you are? And by knowing who you are, you take on the responsibility of what the Father has placed in your hands. Hallelujah. We are as of the Father. We are joined as with the Son. We are children of the kingdom. We are family, we are one, we are ex of the Father, we are joint ex with the Son. We are children of the kingdom. We are family. We are one. This is beautiful. I believe this is the word of the Lord for today. You know, scripture says, give us this day our daily bread. Because I'm just coming from a conference and the ministration there was the new bloodline, the fatherhood of God, 
who we are in Christ, how we have been separated from our earthly lineage, and we've been engrafted into the bloodline of Jesus Christ. We have become the children of God, not just by mere words, but by inheritance, by likeness, by image. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we are on a discovery of who we are. Amen? The more we discover who we are, the more we come into sonship. That's our growth. Perfection. That's, that's, that's just the meaning. Praise God. Growing and growing and growing until we become, come into the same height with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you thank God for this evening's meeting? I don't want us to waste so much time anymore. We've interacted a lot. A lot of people have contributed. But I want you to just thank God for what you learned today. Talk to the Lord about what you learned today and trust God to hold it. One of the things you owe yourself is to constantly look at the things you are learning on a daily basis so they don't sleep. So they don't sleep. These things, they sleep from us. And I, I believe that's why sometimes God allows difficult situations and circumstances to come our way because they force us into going to discover who we are so that we can apply it. Hallelujah. Talk to the Lord about what you learned. And thank him for what he has done for us. He has made us one with himself. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. One spirit with the Lord. We are the flesh of his flesh. We are the bone of his bone. So it means that we are spirit, flesh and bone with the Father. Hallelujah. We have become members of his body. One with the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We glorify you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And for, the, for us to constantly walk in the consciousness, Jesus admonished us to always eat his flesh and drink his blood. Always eat his flesh and drink his blood. Hallelujah. It is by the eating of his flesh and the drinking of his blood that we became one with Jesus. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the broken body of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the scripture tells us that the body of Jesus that was broken for us is where our healing springs from. For by the stripes of Jesus, we were what? We were healed. Hallelujah. The Bible also tells us that by the blood of Jesus, we have overcome the wicked one. By the blood of Jesus, we have overcome the dragon. By the blood of Jesus, we will be perfected. By the blood of Jesus, we will experience redemption. Our redemption is experienced by the blood of Jesus Christ. So the blood, the blood of Jesus is a powerful, 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 powerful thing. I don't like the word thing, but I don't know what else to call it. Hallelujah. 
And God wants us to walk in the reality of what this blood represents in our lives. What this blood will do for us. Hallelujah. So there is power in the flesh of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. I want us to eat the flesh of Jesus tonight. Eat his body and drink his blood with understanding. With understanding that this body took care of everything that has to do with our life on this earth. Hallelujah. And each time we partake of it, there is a stirring of that power. Hallelujah. And as we eat it tonight, we call for the stirring. We call for the angel of the Lord that will stir the power that is in the body and in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we receive your flesh. We receive your blood in the name of Jesus. We declare that we are one with you. We are one with you by your flesh and by your blood. We are one with you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Please, can we just pass around the flesh and the, and the blood of Jesus? Please, you're not eating bread. You're not drinking wine. You're eating the flesh of Jesus. You are eating the body of Jesus. You are drinking his blood. It is not heresy. We are spiritual people. Hallelujah. Jesus gave the cup. He said, take, eat my, eat my, he gave the bread. He said, take, eat my body. Broken for you. And then he gave out the cup. He said, drink my blood. This is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. Drink all of it. This is my blood that was shed for you. For the remission of your sins. Heavenly Father, as we touch and partake of this blood, hallelujah, we provoke the power of this covenant over this house. We declare the power of this covenant over this house. We declare the power of this covenant with the power of the blood of Jesus over every man, every woman in this house. We declare the power of the blood of Jesus over every man, every woman in this house. We declare the power of the blood of Jesus over every man, every woman in this house. We judge the power of Satan by the power of the blood of Jesus over the life of every man, every woman in this house. Thank you, Jesus. Rakumaria kabasakataya labarasana. Elika moria kebobosekataya nababashanda lagabasata. Father, as we eat your flesh this evening and drink your blood, I declare the power of this covenant over this house. I declare the authority of this covenant over this house. I declare the peace in the blood of Jesus over this house, over every man, over every woman, over every family in this house. The power of the blood of Jesus. I decree that the power in this blood is at work in your life. In the name of Jesus. I decree over everyone in this house that whether you like it or not, as long as you are here, as long as this flesh is eaten and this blood is, is drunk in this house, you are under the power of this covenant, under the power of the blessing of this covenant in the name of Jesus. And I decree by the power of this covenant that you are blessed. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that you are blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. 
Roma sakahata ya lagabashan. La kuberiende kese katana babaya kabara. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the power that is in the blood of Jesus. We live under the cloud of this power. We live under the voice of this power. We live under the canopy of this power. We go out under the canopy of this power. We return under the canopy of this power. We lie down under the canopy of this power. It's the power of the blood of Jesus. There is power in that blood of Jesus Christ. Every man, every woman here is under that power. Satan and the works of darkness will not prosper. I refuse that it will prosper over every man, any man, any woman, any boy, any girl in this house. In the name of Jesus, by reason of this power, by reason of the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And it shall be so. It shall be so. It shall be so. It shall be so. Lord, we say thank you. It's our inheritance. It's our rights. It's our inheritance. It's our rights. It's the body of our father. It's the blood of our father. He gave us to eat. It's our inheritance. It's our rights. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We come into the consciousness of who we are and of whose we are and of what has been given to us. Thank you, Jesus. No more confusion. No more confusion in the name of Jesus. No sickness, no accidents, no death in the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Maria Kabasakata. Maria Nagabasanta. We declare, we declare the power that is in this covenant. This is the house of the covenant of Almighty God. This is the house of His covenant. This is the house of His covenant. Every day when we come here, we break this bread. We break this bread and we, break, we drink this cup. We provoke the power of this covenant. We refuse to be taking communion. As a lifeless ritual, not anymore. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. We call for the power of this covenant over this house. The power of this covenant over this ministry. The power of this covenant over this work. The power of this covenant over your life. You must make progress. I refuse that you'll be here and not make progress. I decree that by the power of this covenant, you make, you make progress. You make progress in the spirit. You journey in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. By the power of this covenant that you are strengthened. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we're calling provision. Every need in this house, we call it, we decree that it is met. We call in provision. I summon provision. I summon provision. I summon provision. It's in the covenant. It's in the covenant. Provision is in the covenant. Thank you, my father. Lord, we bless you. We release the angels of the covenant. There are angels of the covenant. 
to go with you as you go tonight in the name of Jesus to walk with you as you go tonight in the name of Jesus to follow you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you my father that those things with the covenant has promised you will be delivered to you by the hand of the angel of the Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah Amen. Lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There's so much presence. It's not allowing me to, to talk announcements or to say so much presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Is anyone here? You're sick in your body? Anyone? Anyone? You feel pain in your body? Anyone? No. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you are online, you are listening. In the name of Jesus, by the power of this covenant, by the power of this covenant, I call you healed. In the name of Jesus, I speak to that part of your body and I command sickness to go from it. I command pain to go from it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Aroma Anyone here, Satan is wrestling with you in any aspect of your life. Wrestling for your possession, that which rightfully belongs to you. By the power of this covenant, in the name of Jesus Christ, you take back what belongs to you. We drive out Satan. We command you, Satan, take your hands off. It belongs to God. It's God's property. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Aroma Nobody will shut any door against you. In the name of Jesus. No man, no power has any right to shut a door against you. I lift up the power of the blood of Jesus against every power of Satan. Every power to hinder. Every power to stop. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, go forward. We refuse to be ordinary. We refuse that the things that happen to the Gentiles should happen to us. We refuse that the things that happen to the wicked should happen to us. There's a difference. There's a difference. We are children of the Most High God. We are children of God. We are the offspring of Jehovah. We are the children of the Most High God. And the blood of Jesus is a witness. I call for the power of this blood to follow you, to go with you, to surround you, to deliver your inheritance to you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Where is she? Your wife, where is she? She's not here. Is she still at Asaba? Today is her birthday. Stretch out your hands of love towards love. We declare over you love in the name of Jesus that you find entrance. You find entrance by the power of the blood of Jesus. I break down. I command to be broken down. I command to disintegrate 
any delay, any denial, any hindrance, any blockage, anywhere by the power of the blood, 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 by the power of the blood of Jesus. You are blessed. You are the blessing of the Lord. You inherit the blessing. Happy birthday. You inherit the blessing. Heaven celebrates you today. Angels rejoice over you today. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare the peace of God over you. I declare peace in your marriage. In the name of Jesus. I declare peace in your home. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Aroma Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Things are happening. I know things are happening. Hallelujah. Thank you, my Father. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns you. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will perfect everything that concerns you. And then by the power of his covenant. He has a covenant that he's watching over. Do you know what is happening in Israel today? It's the power of covenant. I promised. I spoke to Abraham. I promised Abraham. That I will give him and his seed after him. This land, he said, forever. I sent it to somebody yesterday. I said, don't trouble yourself about that land. The person that made a promise is on the throne. He's alive. I said, if you go and fight over that land, you will kill yourself. You are wasting time. Almighty God said, I will give the land to Abraham's children in the flesh. He said, Abraham, check the northwards southwards, eastwards, westwards. He said, look around you as far as your eyes can see. I, almighty God, will give you your children. He said, walk around it. Abraham walked around that, that land by supernatural power, by translocation experiences. He walked around every bit of that land. And God said, I will give it to your seed. He said, forever 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 so whether it's 2000 years old whether it's 5000 years whether it's a minute as long as this earth time is remaining here god is bound by that word now look how powerful god's word is as long as israel was not inhabiting that land it was a desolate land when israel was not in that land that land was rock desert useless the day they came out from their graves and entered the land. The day they came out from their graves and entered the land. God said, that land where I'm taking you to, they don't water it. A man does not water it. So it cannot be watered. You cannot farm in that land by mechanical means, by the wisdom of a man. He said, I, the Lord, will water the land for you. I will be the Jew over that land. And I will cause the land to bring increase for you. 
a land that was bare, barren, hard, parched. Today is the most fruitful land on the earth. They export flowers. They export fruits from Israel. Hallelujah. Why am I saying what I'm saying? Covenant. The power of covenant. The power of covenant is hanging over your head. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 No one here will be without fruits. In the name of Jesus. No one here will be without fruits. In the name of Jesus. You will bear fruits of righteousness. You will bear fruits of power. You will bear fruits in every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my father. He will watch over his word, over you to perform it. It's only you that can stop it by unbelief, by not being obedient. But as long as you are obedient, as long as you are willing, you will eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. 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 No wild beast will eat you. No sin will overtake you. No addiction will swallow you. No way. No. We come for the power of the blood. 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 The power of the blood of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just, just, just bring yourself. You know like what my husband said, right? When you stay in a kitchen where they are frying akara, by the time you leave, you'll be smelling of the akara. Just bring yourself here daily. You will see this mouth will deliver you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, please. If you have an offering, if you have cash offering, drop it here. If you have um, digital offering, please send it to the account. Um, a few announcements. Immersion this year is starting on the 19th, right? 19th of December 2023. Immersion 2023 is out. Praise God. Registration information will come out before Monday. Supposed to be out already. Praise God. What is she saying? <laughs> It's coming out tonight. Registration information is coming out tonight. Now, we want you to take advantage of early bed registration. There is early bed registration. The fee is lower. The amount of money you pay is lower. Take advantage of it and register quickly. Praise God. Hallelujah. Prayers have also started concerning immersion. By, ne immersion. By next week, we will announce the um, fastings and the prayers. And we'll be grateful to take, you know... Um, offerings and and um, gifts towards the immersion. Food, a lot of food is eaten at the immersion. Breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> Almost a thousand people. A bag of rice today is 60,000 naira. Hallelujah. But our God shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. After that day we will have excess. We always have excess. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What's the next announcement? The retreats, yes. Our retreats, our monthly retreat is supposed to be this weekend, this next weekend. But it looks like, can we stretch out our hands towards that, um, towards the, uh, the, not just the pumping machine, the whole, um, what you call that now? Soak away. The whole soak away is resisting us. But we overcome it tonight by the power of the blood of Jesus. Whatever is causing this resistance, we refuse now, going forward now, we no longer address you by the wisdom of men and the intelligence of engineering. We address you by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We break down that resistance in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that the, 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 the uh, uh, um, structures there will go down the cast will go down into the ground and that soak away will be built right now and completed in the name of Jesus. And we call for funds, we call for resources to complete and finish up everything that has to do with this movement in the name of Jesus Christ. When you go there, before you leave, go bend down, take a piece of the sand, right? Take the sand, speak into it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's scriptural. Earth, oh earth, hear the voice of the Lord. Give it instruction. I remember we were building once a property in Lekki. And every, every tractor that comes there, we break down. Every equipment that comes there, we break down. Every, I said, ah, what is all this breaking down? Who is causing this breakdown? I called an apostle who was here. With, I said, apostle, come, let's go. Let's go and speak to that place. We went there. We took the land. We come and say, Earth, hear the voice of God. From today. From today, no more. Every equipment that enters this land from today will work. We command a release. Eight, oh eight. We call the name of the property. Hear the voice of the word of God. Obey it. And that was it. Praise God. So when you go now, take the sand, speak to it. Command this place to be built up. Not just, this is temporal. That building is temporal. The other uh, uh, facility there is temporal. The main building is coming in the middle of the place. That's where this whole open space is for the main structure. Tell it, you shall be built. You shall be built. Collect the sign. You, this building, you shall be built in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For the glory of God. Amen. Amen. So with that soak away, if we trust the Lord that it would work because with, with it, we would have enough toilets. Right now, we're not able to use toilets adequately because the soakaway is not um, functioning properly. However, whether we camp or we do not camp, on Friday, we have 12 hours prayer stretch. Hallelujah. We're starting prayers by 6 a.m. We'll finish by 6 p.m. Hallelujah. Who attended the last prayer stretch? I noticed he attended. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Yes. Praise God. On Friday, we have prayer stretch. And... Um, Please watch out for the rest of the announcements. Praise God. Hallelujah. We must touch God tangibly in this season, in every aspect of our lives. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Which meeting? Aha. Okay, now this is family meeting. We want to have a family meeting. Okay, family meeting without the children. We want to have a family. We want to discuss some things about now we are here we want to discuss issues that surround around our meetings the schedule of the meetings our timings evangelism 
outreach in the neighborhood and other things that Lord has put in our hearts. And we want to do it as a family. So can we pick a day that we can all be around for the meeting? So we don't take a, a decision and just come and announce to you. Right? Praise God. Hallelujah. Is Monday evening fine? No? Yes? Those who work? Sunday evening. Tomorrow evening, you mean? Sunday evening works. So can we be here tomorrow evening then? Can we be here tomorrow evening? If you say yes, you must be here. Tomorrow evening, 4 p.m., starting from 4. Is that good enough? Next week. Well, because of the retreats. Because of the retreats. Okay, so the upper, upper Sunday. Should we go offline? Yes, please go offline. We haven't shared the grace. Okay, let's share the grace before we have this meeting. Let's share the grace. Everyone, let's share the grace. Hallelujah. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we can go offline now. So the upper week, the upper week is what date? I know Sheila said, let's meet so that we'll start off 1st of November, but, that, but that's fine. <laughs>